Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us, and welcome to the Yield Mastermind Talks podcast. With your host, Philip Randazzo. All right, Yield Mastermind Talks podcast. This is your host, Philip Randazzo, and... I'm here once again with my man and your guys' most beloved co-host, Mr. JT Burns. What's happening, brother? There you go. I like that. Most beloved co-host. That's me. That, that's <laughs> the only it, co-host. That, that, that is true, but hey. It <laughs> makes me the best one. <laughs> yeah, by default, you are you are that guy. <laughs> all right, all right. I'll take it. Glad to be here as always, man. Glad to be here. Yeah, man. So this is a topic that uh, that you and I... We, we we know a lot about because we we live and breathe what we are going to talk about today, and it's a topic that I think needs to be discussed because I think people can learn a lot about what we are going to talk about today, which is efficiency, yep. and more so talking about efficiency so that we can go and have fun and play and, and, and get out of our environments and and do these things that allow us to decompress. And I think that's important to speak to, and I know that you believe that's important to speak to as well. So I'm just going to throw it straight to you, man. You know, what is it about efficiency, and what is it about doing that that allows you to have this free time to to just sort of decompress from everything that, that you find so beneficial? Yeah, well, it, it's like you said. It, it's all about freeing up the time to keep your mental health levels high. And, you know, how many times do you hear people say, you know, God, I, I'd love to, you know, get out there and do more fun things. But who has the time? You know, I got X, Y and Z. I got all these chores and I got work and, you know, Bill got to pay the bills and blah, blah, blah. And the reality is that everybody does those things. Right. I mean, we've all got a lot on our plates. The difference is that that people manage their time differently. And if you really if you really make the most of your time when you are working and, and be as efficient as efficient as possible, um, that gives you more time to go do awesome things. You know, I'm a big proponent of, I like to go backpacking and, and hiking and go travel and, and do a lot of fun stuff. Um, and you know, when I first, it, it kind of, I, I learned efficiency out of necessity really. Um, cause I first, I first came up here to UNR and I, I was working, 32 hours a week on top of going to school, studying engineering as a full-time student. Um, and so I, I was a busy guy. I had a ton <laughs> on my plate. And, and like I said, I still wanted, you know, I still wanted to go up to the lake and I still wanted to go hiking and all, and all these things I like to do. So I had to learn to make the absolute most of my time. Yep. And, and I think the, Having to do it out of necessity is something that I uh, can relate to as well, and I think what you hit on that that really speaks to me, and I'm sure is going to speak to a lot of our listeners, is that you have to do these things anyways. Why make it harder or longer or more unbearable than it needs to be? And now, granted, you know we can be talking about tasks that aren't fun to to do. We can be talking about these menial tasks, or we can even be talking about the things we do love to do. Because in my opinion, and I believe in the Yield Mastermind Group opinion, you can still do the things you love to do efficiently. It doesn't need to take as much time as I think it is taking a lot of us. And I think that that's a major distinction to make, because I think some people are going to say, well, if you love what you do, you can do it all day long. 
that's 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 fine and dandy, but I don't want to do it all day long. I want to have the time to go to the gym, to enjoy a nice, you know, cook a really nice dinner or to go see a movie or to read a book. I want to enjoy all these things. And so I think efficiency really speaks to getting things done in a manner that allows you to have time for other things. And so, JT, I want to ask you, what are some of the ways that you go about being more efficient? So are you, you know, do you set a schedule for your day? Do you do time blocking? Do you, um, what does that look like for you? Well, there's a couple really key points to make when you talk about efficiency. Um, The first one, the most obvious one is one that you just hit on in. It's that efficiency does not happen by accident. Okay, you, you, you know, our people give us a hard time. I know they, they give me a hard time and I've heard it come from you, too, that we plan quite a bit. You know, <laughs> it's, it's what we talked about in the last meeting that we're constantly projecting and planning. And, yes. and that can be bad. But the, one of the upsides to that is that I'm constantly, you know, aware of the things that I need to do. And I'm constantly thinking of when would be the best time and what would be the best way to get it done. So number one, most important thing planning get know what you have to do and know the time that you have um and number two is something that i gotta give uh thomas frank he's got a podcast called college info and this is this is his thing so i'll give him a little bit of credit here where it's due but he's got this idea of high intensity fun versus low intensity fun right and his whole thing is that we, we spend so much time on the low intensity fun that it sucks up our time for high intensity fun. And what I mean by that, examples of low intensity fun would be, you know, watching TV or uh, scrolling through the feed on the phone or, you know, these distractions and they're there. We do them because they're a break from work and they're easy. They're right there. It, you know, they're very easily accessible. High intensity fun. These are the things that we love to do. You know, for me, it's snowboarding and, um, you know, going to the gym or, the stuff that I actually enjoy. And when, when our time is sapped up by all this, you know, we're, if all we ever do is work and low intensity fun, that's a pretty dull life, you know, but if we, if we really can scale back how much time we're wasting on distractions is essentially what they are. Um, you'll, you'll find that there really is enough time in the week to, to make some time for yourself and do some awesome things. Yeah, and I love that idea of low intensity versus high intensity. I I've not heard that, and it mm. makes total sense. And and I, <laughs> I I was chuckling to myself when you talk about the the level at which you plan because I am right there with you, and I'm sure there are listeners out there right now who are sitting there, you know, shaking like you know shaking their head up and down and kind of chuckling to themselves because I mean that even just a funny story from last night. So my, my girlfriend and I are driving home, uh, from eating and we were taking this route and she knows she has to stop at a gas station. And in my head, I'm already planning the route that's going to most mm-hmm. efficiently put us at a gas station that's on our right hand side. So we can turn in without hitting the light. You know what I mean? Yep. I, I, I map out all these things in my head and oh, the yeah. way she goes about doing it is not that way. You know, she, in my mind, she's taking the hardest route. She's got to go through the major intersections and go to the right. gas station on her left where she's got to cross traffic. I mean, that is the level at which my brain goes to plan. And I think there is a fine line there where it can be too much. But I think you're right when you talk about 
Planning allows us, and, and here's a, a distinction that I've recently learned that has really helped me with this, is that it, it's not sacrificing being present because what planning allows us to do is it allows us to take what we have to do that day or whatever we're planning for, it makes it so we do it in such an efficient, succinct manner that as we do it, we can be totally present because we've already mapped out what's coming next and what came before. We don't have to spend our time projecting or reliving because we mm-hmm. already have all that stuff set in motion. Yep. And and to me, what it's really about is freedom. You know, um, what, what struck me when you were talking about, you know, if you do your passion, you can do it, you know, for any amount of time or whatever. But, you know, anything when you're a slave to it is will become not fun. Even if you were once passionate about it, if it becomes your master, it's no longer fun. And, it, and the same thing goes for planning. You know, if you are, are, if your plan is your master, well, then, then you're, you're, uh, you're headed for trouble because, you know, plans rarely work out <laughs> the way that, that I think that they're going to, but, it, but it's good to have a plan, you know, and, and be flexible and be willing to, you know, kind of adapt and, and change where you need to. But when things are going to a plan, that's when I'm, I mean, I'm humming, you know, I'm, I'm going on all cylinders and because I've already seen this in my head, I know how this is going to go. Exactly. You know? Exactly. And that's that that's so. that visualization coming into play. And then for the flip side of our show today, talking about mm-hmm. enjoying the fun and enjoying free time after, I think what the planning does is it allows us to apply so much intention and focus and direction at what we're doing that when we are done, let's say we've planned for three hours of, you know, whatever technique you want to do to get your best work done. For me personally, I shut off the cell phone or or one of the things I've been doing recently, I don't shut it off, but I turn my cell phone over on its screen so that I can't see when I get notifications. That helps me be really efficient when I'm working at what I want to work on. But when I finish my three or four hours or whatever it is, I have no guilt about doing the things that I'm enjoying doing, whether that's playing basketball, going to the gym, reading a book, even watching a TV show, whatever the fun things are that we do, I can guilt-free enjoy that. And one of the things that I've witnessed, and I'm sure, JT, you can back this up, is that people who aren't doing that, they're always in a, in a frenzy and they're always flustered. They don't know what's going on. They're always thinking about all these things they need to be doing because they procrastinate. And procrastination is one of the byproducts of not planning, in my opinion. Absolutely. And we've, and we've all been there, right? I mean, oh, we've yeah. all been doing something fun and something that we should really be enjoying and in the and but we're not and we're not fully present and we're not getting the most out of it and the reason that we know we feel guilty you know we have more at home and and like you said procrastination it's a it's a byproduct of not being able to efficiently um efficiently get done what you have to get done and another level to it is to to be efficient, really efficient at something, you have to be familiar with it, oh. right? You have to like familiarize yourself with the process, whatever that might be. And if you're if you're procrastinating and constantly, you know, making this whatever it may be into a bigger deal than it really is, um, you're not becoming familiar with the process and embracing it and then learning about it and learning how to streamline it, you know? Yeah. And and that's a great point that I wasn't even thinking about until you just mentioned that is that when we are familiar at the highest level with something, we know every which angle that you can attack something and you know, which angle is going to best afford you, you know, to be as efficient as possible so that you can move on to the next tasks, et cetera. And one of the things that I love about this is that, People take notice and, and JT, I know you can speak to this, you know, 
This is something that, that I've had people take notice of me, whether it be in a, in a school environment when I'm working in a group, whether it's like a group paper or group presentation, or whether it's in a working environment where, you know, I'm moving from task to task super quickly and people aren't understanding that the tasks, you know, how I'm moving so quickly. And I think at first they wonder, hey, is he, you know, I, I, I have a funny story. When I started working at Lululemon, I was moving on to tasks so quickly and they mm-hmm. thought that I wasn't getting them done. And so mm-hmm. the person that was, uh, you know, the floor leader at the time, this was, geez, probably two years ago, um, was like, hey, the, she called me out. She's like, hey, did you actually do this? You told me you did this, but did you really do it? I said, yeah, I did. Go take a look. And from that point on, I think they understood, okay, he just does his work and doesn't doesn't let these things distract him. And and I yep. think that's the thing that you hit on earlier too is like when you let things distract you, it becomes difficult. And I was reading something where something like I think it was like 30 seconds of something that takes your distraction from what you're doing takes up to seven minutes to regain your focus. Yeah. So yeah. for every little distraction we have, look at how much time is lost. Yeah, absolutely. And and another big aspect to it to, to me is um, – the prioritizing, you know, because not all tasks are created equal. That's just the truth. It's a and, great point. Um, you know, obviously, you you want to do everything as, as well as you can, but there are some things where you know you 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 could put you could spend five hours on it, or you could spend one hour on it, and the the end result is not, is going to be you know very similar. There are other things where the the result is a direct. Um, reflection of how much effort you put in. And the trick is knowing what's the difference. You know, once you're no longer, um, you know, it's an opportunity cost and economics, right? Once you're no longer getting the most for your time, then it's time to move on, right? And and that's something that I think a lot of people um, don't do all that well, because they, they, you know, they spend all this time on the and they get hung up on menial tasks. Meanwhile, there are tasks that that could be better that their time would be better suited to uh that are not getting done and i have a great story i'm glad you brought that yeah. up because my my girlfriend you know love her to death she has this this thing where she can get hung up on tasks and i hannah if you're listening mm-hmm. to this i'm sorry but she, <laughs> she she can get hung up on these tasks and it it can go it can just perpetually keep mm-hmm. going on and she 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 has this perfectionist aspect to her, which is a good thing to a point, like you said. It's it's that opportunity cost. So when something takes up more time than is than is needed, and that time is then not being spent on something that was going to better serve you, you mm-hmm. are then losing out and, and it is not beneficial. And so I think that's something that for, for you listeners out there, it's just with regard to efficiency, it's it's like we've been talking about. Just you really need to to tee it up and make sure that that you understand what you're doing and why you're doing it. You have to you, and that's one of the things that I that JT I know you and I do with planning really well is we have an ability to look at what we have set up for the next day, week, whatever it is, and pinpoint on that list. Okay, that has to get done right away. This can wait. That. That can be done second or third, but I think a lot of people struggle with that. And so for us to be able to do that, I think, is, is very beneficial to us. And it's something that I think a lot of people struggle with. And so one last question before we end this thing, JT, yeah. is how do you prioritize? What, what does that look like for you? Because I know you're the same way. I know you very easily look at something and say, I need to do that now. But I think a lot of people, 
by default go to the easiest thing first because they're sure. afraid to tackle that big task. Sure. Well, it, it, it goes back to what I was saying earlier with opportunity costs. You know, I mean, it comes down to um, how long is it going to take me versus what am I going to get out of it? And and that and that's really it. You know, for example, you know, I'm a student and um, if there is a an assignment that is, you know, worth maybe one percent of my overall grade and it's going to take me two hours and there's another assignment that's, you know, worth maybe maybe it's an exam that I have to study for. So it's 30 percent. OK, well, obviously that that. All my effort is going to go into that because the the results of that are directly tied into how much time I put into it. Um, whereas that one percent, you know, I I might be able to to cut that time in half and still get the one percent, right? So it's really about, like I said, opportunity cost. How how long is it going to take me versus what am I going to get out of it? And I think that school example is is perfect because you you can see. Mm-hmm. this is going to give me X and this is going yep. to give me Y. Yep. And I think a lot of people struggle with seeing that. And so JT, let, let's end it there, man. I think, yep. I think it's, look guys, it's, it's very simple. Just start with, you just have to start somewhere. You know, there's, there's yep. that, that nice proverb. I forget, I forget who it comes from, but it's, you know, the journey of 10,000 miles begins with a single step. And I think when you move in the direction of, getting things done in an efficient manner. And and here's where I think people also get hung up is they think, oh, I'm a procrastinator, therefore I will always be one. Or I'm not efficient, I just go about things in a very sporadic way, so therefore that's how it's always going to be. But JT, you and I are testament to that's not the case. Yep, yep. and thank God for that. Because- <laughs> and I'm telling you, for those of you listening who who are that way and, and you think, uh, these guys don't know what they're talking about. They're just a couple youngsters just blabbering on. But seriously, the, these are things you can learn. And we have seen major changes in people who once believed that, oh, I'm I'm a procrastinator, therefore I always am. We had a couple people in our Yield Mastermind group who were self-proclaimed procrastinators who ended up running a meeting on their own about procrastination and are now implementing <laughs> things that at a much higher level than maybe even JT, you and myself do. Absolutely, and and they're seeing results directly from it. I mean, they, what that was, that meeting was maybe six weeks ago, yep. and uh, you know, one of our members is up for for a promotion now. Yep, it's yep. like you know, and I'm not saying it's a direct result from that, but it, it definitely played a part. No, it most definitely does. And so, for those of you guys listening out there, please take the time. Spend some time planning. Get your things done in an efficient manner. You will thank us when you hit you know, 6 or 7 p.m. and you have all the time in the world to enjoy your loved one's company or go do what you love to do or even take a, an extended vacation. You will thank us. So, JT, man, thanks for coming on for the short show, brother. I appreciate it. Absolutely, man. Anytime. Fantastic. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time.